Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Mindy Marzik, the owner of the Inspired by Diz blog and also the Budget Fairy Tale blog, about 18 things you can say to your friends and family members who may be doubtful or even a little bit negative about your choice to have a Disney wedding. And when I saw Mindy's blog post on this topic, I was so excited because it really is a recurring theme among the brides I talk to. And it's something that I experienced with my own Disney wedding that while many people are very excited and they think it's so unusual that you're getting married at a Disney destination, there's also a faction of people who instantly poo-poo the idea or they don't understand it or the classic thing you get all the time is, is Mickey going to marry you? And so I thought this was a great post because it sort of addresses the top things that you might hear and gives you a nice way to explain to your friends and family why you would want to get married at Disney. So welcome, Mindy. Sure. Thanks for having me. Just before we start, tell me a little bit about how you were inspired to write this post. Sure. Well, like you, I interact with a lot of Disney couples, mostly Disney brides online. And I'm just, it's kind of dismaying to hear how many families and how many friends give people a hard time for their choice to have a Disney wedding. It just kind of makes me sad because our wedding was so wonderful and we had such a great time. And I, if people want that, I want them to have a wonderful experience. So I just thought this post might be helpful for someone to maybe send to their maid of honor and go, see, this is why I wanted to get married here. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think it's a great idea because there was a, just a discussion about this online today, why it's acceptable for people to hate on Disney versus like if you told someone I'm getting married in Italy, people would say, oh my God, that's beautiful. Congratulations. People wouldn't be like, why are you going all that way? Oh, Italy, really? Yeah. Are you a grown up? You know, and so what is it about <laughs> people's idea, especially people who don't know a lot about Disney or they think they know about Disney because they've seen one aspect of it, that gives them the right to criticize your choice of where you're going to have your wedding. Yeah, exactly. And that kind of leads to my number one item on my list was that Disney is actually for all ages. And I think when people hear Disney, they think of a place that they went to when they were a kid, or they think of the movies that they watched when they were a kid, and they just don't think of it as a place for grown-ups like where two adults should have this sacred ceremony and obviously there's a ton of adults out there who know that Disney World and Disneyland are fantastic places for people of all ages. Definitely. I mean there are books devoted to trips for adults to Disney World. There are blogs. Mm -hmm. You know it's a growing segment. I think Disney has recognized that childless couples can bring in a lot of dough and they are just as interested in it as people with families. And so there is a lot for people without kids to do there. Sure. And even, I mean, if, you know, weddings are family affairs. So it's somewhere that the little kids can like, the grownups can like, the grandparents 
can like, everybody can get something out of a visit to Disney. And I just think that a lot of people, if they haven't gone since they've grown up, then they probably just don't realize that it's a place for people of all ages. Right. And I liked what you said about how when Mickey and Minnie were introduced at your wedding, the adults were cheering louder than the kids. They totally were. I mean, we didn't have a ton of kids at our wedding. But if you look back at the pictures, all the adults have their jaws to the floor and they're clapping and they lined up for pictures first. It was great to see. I mean, I knew that I would get that reaction from everybody. But even if you're kind of a naysayer, like when the music plays and Mickey and Minnie come out, everyone still gets on their feet. You know, it's exciting. Right. (laughs) Definitely. And then I liked your next point. You were talking about how you can have any kind of service at Disney, even if you need to have a religious service. If you want to have a secular service, there are options for people who are in the military. Yes. It's not just one type of, you know, Mickey Mouse service where nothing is taken (laughs) seriously. You know, you can have a real wedding ceremony at Disney. Yeah, and I think that's great. Like the the ceremony, and if you look at the ceremony locations that are available at both Walt Disney World and Disneyland, they're they're very tasteful. They're very nice. You can decorate them any way you want, and you can hire any type of officiant or bring in any type of officiant. So you can have, like you said, a religious wedding. Our wedding ceremony was completely not religious because that's not we're we're not religious. So. But I've been to weddings that are 100% religious, and it was in the same spot. <laughs> and like, it's you can do whatever you, you need to do with it. I think that's something that people don't really realize. And also to number three on the list, which says if you need, if you do need or want to get married in, inside a church, you can still have a reception at Disney. Right. And I think people don't realize that, that yes, you can have a Disney wedding, even if you have to go, especially I notice at Walt Disney World, there are a lot of girls who get married at the Catholic churches around Orlando, and then they have mm-hmm. their reception at Walt Disney World. And as long as you meet all the food and beverage minimums, mm-hmm. Disney doesn't care if you have your ceremony someplace else, they will even help you arrange transportation. Yeah, you can do that. I don't know if, if Disneyland will help you do that, but I know that for sure you can have your reception there and you just need to meet the reception event space minimum with food and beverage. And I know at Disneyland, there's a separate fee for your ceremony location. So obviously, if you're not having your ceremony there, you don't need to pay that fee. I've had friends who have had, they're local in Anaheim or in the area, and they've had their ceremony at their family's church. And then they everyone moves over to Disney for Disneyland for the reception. That's cool. Yeah. Now, number four on your list, your wedding is also a vacation. (laughs) Let's talk about this because I think maybe for some people it's like, well, I'm being forced to go on a vacation that I wouldn't want to take. (laughs) But there are many kinds of Disney vacation. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we had a lot of people who flew in from the East Coast for our wedding and they just made it a three-day weekend and they didn't go into the parks, but they enjoyed the grounds. You know, they enjoyed the, the Disney Resort hotels. And there was other people who came and stayed for a week or longer. We stayed there for a week. You can definitely price it out as far as what your budget is. Obviously, if you have to just go over a weekend, you can do that. But if you are planning ahead and you want to make a vacation out of it, obviously, there's plenty to do. So it's not just like you're flying to some weird location and the only thing there is the wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Right. No, and that's a really good point because 
It's true. So many weddings now are destination weddings for somebody. I mean, very rare Mm -hmm. is the instance where everybody in both families lives in the same town. So if you're going to have to go someplace for a wedding, there are tons of cheap flights in and out of Orlando. There are tons of cheap places to stay in Orlando. If you do have Mm -hmm. kids, it's a natural. And even like some of the guests in our wedding who, like yours, were not that interested in the Disney parks, found plenty of other things to do. I think some of them went to a nature preserve. One fellow went to downtown Orlando and just looked around at the architecture. So there are other things to do in Orlando besides Disney. It's just convenient and cheap and easy to get to. (laughs) Yeah. And you're already there. So you might as well, if you can, make a vacation out of it. I know I've had a lot of brides who've told me that their families just don't want to spend the money or they, they don't want to turn it into a vacation or they can't go because they just can't afford it. And you know what? Don't worry about those people because no matter where you get married, someone's going to have to travel, like you said, and someone's going to be grumpy about it. So just forget them. The people who want to be there will be there. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Now, for number five, if we're talking about maybe family objections, especially if it's your parents who are going to be paying for all or part of the wedding, one selling point that you mentioned is that Disney offers all-inclusive wedding planning. So If you don't want to, you don't have to look for other vendors, except for maybe if you wanted photography and videography, and definitely Disneyland because there's no photo or video department. Right. But this idea that it's one-stop planning, I think, could be very appealing to some families who are going to be paying for the event. Yeah, definitely. If you have the budget for it, because it's no secret that if you go through Disney for your floral and your decor and your music, it's going to be a little bit higher than with an outside vendor. But If you can afford it, like just do it It, because it's the easiest option and that's just less that you have to stress about or like you said, one less thing that the person paying has to worry about. And I just I just think it's really cool that you can basically do pretty much everything directly through them. Right. And then tying in with that. Number six, Disney offers top-notch service. I've heard from many people, a lot of times when I interview people who are having vow renewals at Disney, talking about their original weddings and what a disaster it was, and the planner Mm -hmm. or the contact person at their hotel was not on the ball. And with Disney, you know you're going to get top-notch service. They know what they're doing. It's I don't want to say it's a factory, but in Florida, let's just say they have it down. (laughs) No, in Anaheim, they do too. I mean, they do this all day, every day. They have several, you know, during the busy season, they have several events a day. They know what they're doing. And if you're going back to the point about if you're an adult couple, childless couple who likes to go to Disney, you're probably like to go because the food's really great. The service is really great. Obviously, you're paying for a premium. But I just feel like you can't go wrong. The service is so good. I've been lucky enough to attend a few Disneyland weddings now that my friends have put me on the guest list. And it's just always top-notch, perfect service. Right. And maybe this could even be a 19th thing to add to your list, but you're talking about price. And maybe you could talk a little bit about in Southern California, but I definitely know that for a lot of people, they like Disney in Florida because they are getting more for their money or they're spending less money, especially if they live someplace like New York, where weddings cost tens of thousands of dollars, even for the Mm -hmm. most basic wedding, that Disney actually can be an economical choice depending on where you are coming from. Yeah, totally. And for Los Angeles and Orange County, where Anaheim is located in California, it's on par with your standard hotel or event space weddings, for sure. Interesting. Okay. 
Now, another thing you mentioned, number seven, Disney can accommodate a wedding celebration of any size. So if it's just the two of you, you're not going to feel like, oh, we're rattling around in this huge church, just the two of us. (laughs) And if you have 200 of you, they can make it happen. Yeah. At Disneyland, I know they have their escape packages and they have small venues and I've been to an escape wedding and it's gorgeous and intimate and perfect for the couple. And they have a huge ballroom. That's It's a beautiful ballroom. And I think it, I want to say they can go well over 200 guests if they needed to. So, and there's obviously smaller different size rooms in between. So yeah, no matter what your guest count, you can find a space that will work for you. Right. And what I hear a lot of people say about the wedding pavilion in Florida, that's a place that holds about 300 people. I've never seen a wedding where it was actually filled to capacity. But even the weddings where it's just a couple and maybe their immediate family, you don't get this sense of them being in this big empty hall. It it feels very intimate just the way it's designed. So I think a lot of people say, you know, it didn't feel empty at all, even though we had a small group. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, definitely. So tell me a little bit about number eight. Sure. Yeah. The point that you can basically go to one location for both your wedding and your honeymoon um, is pretty great. That's what we did. We spent a week at Disneyland at the Disneyland Hotel and we just kind of had a little honeymoon after our wedding. You know, some of our family stayed a little later and we wanted to spend time with them because they came all the way from the East Coast. So, uh, yeah. And, you know, we went into the parks and we had nice meals and we didn't have to rush off the night or the morning after our wedding to a new location. And I know a lot of couples do that and they're totally fine with it. But I really just like the idea of going to one place and staying there for a while. Right. And all of the locations in the U.S. are like that. We did that same thing in Florida. We were there two weeks total and our wedding was like three days into the two weeks. Alani, of course, in Hawaii is perfect for that, for oh, having sure. a getaway. And then the Disney Cruise Line, you're on the oh, cruise yeah. when you have your, your ceremony and you're already on your trip right away. So yeah, that's a great bonus. Yeah. And if, for those who have had Disney Honeymoon, you know that they you get treated really well. You wear your special buttons and you wear your bride ears and you get the Disney pixie dust for sure. Now, tying in with that is number nine. The weather is pretty great in Florida, (laughs) California, and Hawaii. So you're not going to have to worry. Sometimes in Florida, especially during the hurricane season, there is a little bit of anxiety if you have an outdoor location because during hurricane season, it rains in the middle of the day pretty much every day. But what is interesting about hurricane season is you can set your watch by that practically. So as long as you don't have your ceremony in the middle of the day, if you have it in the morning or in the evening, you're pretty much guaranteed not to have rain. Yeah, same in California. Like, you know, when the rainy seasons are and I've read about weddings or heard about weddings that got rained out and got moved into a a wonderful ceremony location in a ballroom and everything worked out just fine. But yeah, generally, everyone knows that Florida, Southern California, Hawaii, and if you're on a cruise ship in the Bahamas, pretty good chance you're going to have nice weather. Right, right. And hey, right now in California, we're in the middle of a mega drought. So no no worry about rain at all. (laughs) Yeah, we're not getting any rain. (laughs) (sighs) 
So I like your number 10. You say, show them pictures of your favorite venue. And I think this goes back to what you were saying about how people assume because it's Disney, it's going to be childish and like a birthday party or something. But when people actually see the venues, I know one person, when they saw our pictures, which it was interesting, they were taken in the Morocco Pavilion at Epcot and she thought we were married in Italy. But I love that she thought we were married in a real place. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. I mean, like I said earlier, the venues are so beautiful and you can describe them all you want, but sometimes times showing someone a picture. I remember when I was wedding planning and I was trying to describe this draping I wanted, um, this beading and floral and tool that I wanted on our gazebo. And I finally showed my mother-in-law a picture and she went, oh, that's amazing. (laughs) So it's really, I think it's a really good idea to, to show people pictures, especially if they're not quite sure of your decision or they're, they're kind of being grumpy about having to go or helping you plan a wedding at a Disney location, just show them how beautiful the wedding pavilion is. Show them the gorgeous Rose Court Garden. Like, I don't know how anybody could possibly look at those pictures and say that that's a horrible place for a wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll admit, even when I first found out that Disney did weddings, and I was like, ooh, what is that going to be like? But as soon as I started looking pictures, I was like, oh, it's a real thing. It's a real place. These are really nice locations. Yeah, no, it totally. And it's not even just the two big locations. All of their venues are, are beautiful. And you know, because it has that top-notch service that everything's always going to be maintained really well, and it's always going to look nice. Okay, and tying in with the top-notch service, number 11, Disney food is the best food. Yeah, I can't make a list about Disney without talking about the food. It's impossible. (laughs) (laughs) I love Disney food, and I know I'm not alone. So the fact that you can get Disney food at your wedding reception is, to me, that's a no-brainer. I think we actually invited both sets of our parents to our food tasting, which you could do back when we planned our wedding. I don't know if they'll allow that many people now, but... We just wanted them to realize just how great the food actually was going to be. And I'm glad that they did. I'm glad that we did that because they, after that food tasting, they were that much more excited about the wedding. And I think this is another area that has a lot of common misperceptions because people think Disney food is churros and turkey legs. <laughs> and and if you want churros and turkey legs at your wedding, they can totally accommodate. Yeah. But I had churros <laughs> at our dessert party, so. There you go. But they have an entire catering staff on both coasts doing top-notch, high-quality catered food. And I can't tell you how many times I talk to brides who say that people are still talking about the food at their wedding. They mm-hmm. couldn't believe how good it was. So, mm-hmm. and, and you know, even people who are foodies and want the locally sourced organic farmer's market, blah, 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 Disney can do that too. They had an event at the last bridal showcase where they just pulled out all the stops and they served us these high-end, almost Victoria and Albert's quality meals. And I was really impressed because I think of catered food at a convention center as being in warming trays. But these, everything was cooked to order and it was amazing. Even I've been to weddings with the buffets and, you know, some people kind of turn their nose up at a buffet. Man, that food is good. I will eat a Disney buffet meal any day of the week. (laughs) Yeah, because they turn it over really quickly. They don't keep huge quantities out. They're always bringing out fresh stuff. Yes, true. Yeah. Now, tying into that, number 12, another reason Disney weddings are so awesome is because Disney cake is the best cake. Yeah, I mean, cake needs its own separate line item. (laughs) (laughs) As much as I love Disney food, I love Disney cake even more. And I know that there's a lot of people who agree with me. You know, obviously, I haven't had it in Florida, but the Disneyland chefs are just 
they're so talented and not only do they make the cakes look amazing, but they taste so good. And that's another thing that people are still talking about three years later from our wedding is how good the cake was. That's great. Yeah. And especially since you're required to use Disney for the cake, sometimes you can feel like, well, you know, what if I want to shop around or what if I want to get snooty lavender flower rose water flavored cake? (laughs) They can probably do that for you. They can probably do it. And I also um, have spoken with several brides and I don't know how big this is in Florida versus California, but there's a lot of gluten free. There's a lot of vegan or dairy intolerances and they can cater to anything. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so number 13 on the list, the variety of on and off property hotels means there's an affordable option for all guests. I think this goes back to, oh, Disney is so expensive. You know, why Mm -hmm. are you forcing us to go to this expensive destination? But there are so many options at so many price points. Yeah, so many options. Um, I know for us, we had several people stay at the Disneyland Hotel, which is where we stayed. And we had some people stay at the Disney's Paradise Pier Hotel, which is kind of the value hotel for Disneyland Resort. And then we had a ton of people stay at one of the several off-property, what they call good neighbor hotels around the area. I know we had some relatives stay at a Marriott because that's where they had Marriott points. And everyone got to all the events just fine. You know, Disneyland's kind of a smaller property, kind of. It is a smaller property than Walt Disney World, so it's a little, maybe the logistics are a little bit easier. But even within the property of Walt Disney World, there's so many options for a hotel. You're, you're, you'd be hard pressed to not find something in your price range. Right. Yeah. So at Walt Disney World, most of the time, couples like to encourage their guests to stay at Disney hotels just because there is the transportation factor. So the couple usually pays for transportation to move everybody around. If they do have people who stay off property, Disney can help you arrange for transportation for them, or you can tell them they're on their own and they need to get to one of the (laughs) Disney hotels. The other thing is, and they do also do room blocks at Disneyland, but at Walt Disney World, they will set up a block of rooms that you can offer your guests at a discounted rate. Now, sometimes the rate is not as good as whatever the going promotion is, but at least Mm -hmm. the option is there. So if it is high season and there's no discount on the horizon, you'll at least have some discount through the room block. Yeah. And also the good thing about the room block is that, you know, up to a certain point, those rooms are blocked off for you. So even if the hotel sells out to everyone else, there will still be a few rooms in your room block. Of course, it's good to encourage your guests, obviously, to book as soon as they can. But the room block, I know for us, um, a lot of people definitely took advantage of those rates. That's great. Yeah. So number 14 is interesting. I thought this was a really good point. A Disney wedding is the only way you can take pictures inside a Disney theme park in your wedding attire. Now, Mindy, you wrote this post back in January and up until then, for years and years and years at Walt Disney World, that was the case. Now, just recently, they've changed the policy at Walt Disney World only that now anybody can schedule a bridal portrait session as long as they're willing to pay $1,700 inside the Magic Kingdom with their wedding gown. But as you were saying, in Disneyland, it's still open only to Disney brides and grooms. Yeah, as far as I've heard, I recently learned about that rule change for Walt Disney World. And I personally haven't heard anything about Disneyland. I, I feel like I would have heard that through the grapevine by now if, if that information is being relayed to current brides. But I think that's fantastic for Walt Disney World. Hopefully, they'll 
they'll get a lot of couples who want to take advantage of that. I think it's really cool. Yeah. And realistically, people who are getting married in the Midwest are maybe not going to want to fly all the way to Disney World just to do their bridal portrait session. It does still seem to be most popular with people who are already getting married out there, whether it's at Disney or whether it's at one of the surrounding wedding venues. Yeah. I mean, it kind of makes sense. I'm sure that there's people who would think it's really cool to put their wedding attire on and take pictures inside the Magic Kingdom, but it's a little more special if you actually got married on property as well. But for Disneyland, yeah, I haven't heard that. So I'm I'm gonna stick with my my number 14 point that that's the only way you can do it <laughs> is with the special add on shoot, which is a little more expensive in uh, Disneyland. Right. Yes. Yeah. So it's 1700 out in Florida. What is it? What did you say it is in Disneyland? I've heard the most recent price is 3500 And that doesn't include your photos, folks, because does Disneyland not. doesn't have photographers. So that's just yeah. to get permission. Yeah, that's just to reserve the venue, I guess, <laughs> is what you would call it. And then you have to also bring in your own photographer and get you know have them be approved for your shoot as well. So... If you can find somebody who will take payment in churros and turkey legs, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot of strings to pull with that. It's kind of tricky. And especially right now with the 60th anniversary stuff going on there. Right. Um, th- there's a lot of moving parts with that one. But it's still possible. And a lot of people are still paying it. And with everything with Disney, I always say if, if there's demand and there's people paying it, it'll still be there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. So, but I think, I mean, it's it's... It's actually something that we didn't do because we just couldn't work it into our budget. And I still see those pictures and think that that would have been really cool if we could have done it. So I think if it's in your budget and you can make it work, go for it. Well, if it makes you feel any better, we did do it and we regret it. (laughs) Oh. So the grass is always greener, I guess. (laughs) That's a story for a different podcast. (laughs) So, but now I like number 15. So a Disney wedding is the only way you can have the real Mickey and Minnie at your wedding reception. Now in Florida, that includes all of the hotels that are on Disney property and the different venues. So Shades of Green, Swan and Dolphin, Fulton's, you can have the real Mickey and Minnie at your wedding reception. Let's talk a little bit about the fake Mickey and Minis that we've seen on the internet that can come to wedding receptions. <laughs> yeah, we've all seen just kind of the, and not not as much as weddings, but maybe birthday parties. You know, we know that they're out there. And um, sure, you could hire them for your hotel off-property wedding, but there's nothing like the real thing. And again, we were talking earlier during point number one about how people just react when Mickey and Minnie or any of the characters come out especially if you're keeping it a surprise. I'm so glad that we did it because there's just nothing like it. It, It's really cool. Yeah. And I will say as someone who is super not into characters when I'm at the parks, I get annoyed with big lines for characters blocking my way to the rides. But (laughs) even I, when they come out in an event or when you're someplace unexpected and you turn around and see a character, you can't help but just go, (gasps) yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like my eyes light up and I gasp and yeah, and and that's how the guests react, and it's it's just such a neat thing to watch and be a part of. To me, that was definitely money well spent, and it's really something you can only do on a Disney property. That's cool. 
So number 16, the Disney Honeymoon Registry is a great way to allow your guests to contribute to your trip instead of a gift. So we should talk a little bit about this. The Disney Honeymoon Registry is run by an outside vendor, and they have Disney's licensed branding on their registry. And like other registries, they allow you to have people give you money to put toward experiences at Walt Disney World, Disneyland, wherever you're going. It actually doesn't matter where you're going. It could be Disneyland Paris. It could be the Poconos, because what you really get is money directly deposited to your account. Yeah, it's your typical honeymoon registry. It just like you said, it has the Disney name on it. And so I know that a lot of Disney couples do like to use it for that reason. It's it looks official. And yeah, I have kind of a love hate relationship with honeymoon registries, because yes, they do take a percentage of the gift as a a fee to, you know, keep the program running. And most honeymoon registries do that. But I also think that it's, it's a great and easy way to show guests, you know, like, here's what we're going to be doing on our trip. We're going to have breakfast at this place. And this is how much it costs. It all goes into a large pool, but someone can click on that and, and say, hey, I'm buying you breakfast on Monday morning. <laughs> and um, I know that a lot of couples use that and, and find the value in it. So I think that if you're tight with your budget, and you want to maybe stay a couple days longer and have a little mini honeymoon, that this is a great way to allow your guests to help with that instead of getting you a more traditional gift. Right. Yeah. Okay. So now let's talk about number 17. We're getting to the end of the list here. Hopefully by this point, everybody you know is completely convinced, but if they aren't, (laughs) we have two left. (laughs) So at a Disney wedding, it is perfectly acceptable to walk down the aisle to Once Upon a Dream or Someday My Prince Will Come or Part of Your World or whatever your favorite Disney song is. (laughs) Yeah. And obviously this is, you know, this is kind of a silly one. This is something that you can do at any venue can play your favorite song and walk down the aisle to your favorite song, your favorite Disney song. I I just know that when I've been a guest at a Disney wedding, when the bride comes out to a beautiful instrumental of a Disney song, and you know that it has special meaning to them, and that's why they picked it. It's just, it's a beautiful thing. I love it. So it's definitely the type of thing where no one's really going to bat an eye if you're already on Disney property and you walk out to a song from The Little Mermaid. That's just totally normal. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I love that. <laughs> uh, and tying in with that, reason number 18, Disney specializes in fairy tales. So if your ideal wedding is a fairy tale wedding, there is no better place on the planet than one of the Disney theme parks. Yeah, totally. And I know a lot of brides or couples kind of want that Cinderella experience and that's kind of the most popular and and Disney kind of markets it that way but really whatever your Disney fandom is you know whichever princess is your favorite or whatever park is your favorite or whatever ride is your favorite they're going to be totally on board with your ideas and they're going to love helping you bring it to life and even if you're you're not looking for a fairy tale experience, whatever you're looking for. I've seen steampunk weddings. I've seen completely 100% traditional weddings with no mention of Disney at all. Uh, whatever you want, they can do for you. And I think that in itself is its own kind of fairy tale. You know what I mean? Like yeah. what making the couple's dream come true, like they can do it and they'll do it well. 
Exactly. And I would say that definitely from my own experience, I did not want Disney princess stuff. I didn't have any kind of a fairy tale vision for our wedding. And Disney was able to give me the classy, good looking wedding that I wanted. But I still felt like a princess. I didn't want to feel like a princess. (laughs) You can't help it. Little girls were running up to me and and wishing me, you know, a happy wedding. And it was something I totally did not expect because I was trying so hard to not have like the stereotypical Disney wedding that I know some of my friends and family were worried I was going to have. And so I got the wedding I wanted. But I also felt, I think we both felt like we were just VIPs that day. And Disney is so great at doing that. Yeah, you totally do. You feel like you're the only person in the hotel or, or at the park that day, wherever your wedding is like, you know, all eyes are on you and your partner and you're being catered to by the, the Disney folks. And it's just, it's such a good feeling. And if that's what you want, I just want everyone to be able to experience that. Well, this is great stuff, Mindy. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. I think that a lot of us have experienced some pushback from people when we mention where we want to have our weddings. And so these ideas that you've offered have been great if you're trying to convince someone, or maybe it's not as strong as that, but you just want to show them that it's not exactly what their misconception is. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. And I I truly hope, you know, the reason I write this blog post and other other articles like it is that I just truly hope that I can help someone have the wedding that they've dreamed of. And it was so special for me. And I know it was special for you. And it just kind of breaks my heart a little bit when I hear that people are poo-pooing on couples ideas. So I really, truly hope that that these tips will help somebody out there. And like you say, at the end of the day, it's your wedding. You two Mm -hmm. are the only two people who are really going to remember every detail of the day. So make it something that you want instead of worrying about what other people will think. Absolutely. I agree 100%. Well, thanks again for being on the show, Mindy. Sure. Thank you for having me. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at disneyweddingpodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's fairy tale weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com weddings.asp or in print at Passporter.com and Amazon.com. <laughs>